0: Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. So next time you're at your local retailer, look for Coast of Maine products. Get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. coastofmaine.com. You're listening to episode 49 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hello there and welcome back. On today's episode, we are outlining all the details of our upcoming challenge group, No Spend January. You guessed it. We are spending $0 on wants. And we're only spending money on needs like rent, mortgage, electricity, et cetera, for the entire first month of 2019. Today, we are discussing why exactly January is the perfect time to hibernate within our homes, so to speak, and recharge after the excessive holiday season. And we're outlining exactly how to do it, too. My hope is that you'll sign up for the challenge group and join us this month so we can all commiserate together. But if you'd like to do this solo, this episode will help you on your non-consumer journey. Now, if you have zero interest in joining ours or any no-spend challenge in the future, don't fret. This episode has loads of insight into how to incrementally scale back on spending which I'm pretty certain everyone can benefit from, right? I've never heard anybody in my entire life say they have too much money and they want to buy more stuff. So today I am chatting with my pal, Julie Winpissinger. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, your ears may perk up at that name. That's because Julie is a previous podcast guest. She was on episode 29, to be exact. And she's also one of the amazing moderators in our closed Facebook group. Now. Side note, if you're interested in joining our closed Facebook group, just search Facebook for Sustainable Minimalists and it will take you right there. Anyway, the idea of starting a no-spend challenge group this January is a great idea, right? Well, I can't take credit for it at all. It was all Julie's idea. In fact, she just completed an entire month of no-spending herself and she spent no money on anything excessive, so just necessities. She'll tell us all about it in today's episode. Today, I'm first going to pick Julie's brain, and then we're going to follow that up with an outline of our challenge, what we hope to accomplish, and how exactly we're going to do it, which again starts on New Year's Day. Now, on a quick personal note, I will say that I am super excited about this challenge, but I'm also a little bit nervous. I've run challenge groups before, but my role in those past groups was always as educator or mentor. This is the first challenge group I'm running and also participating in. So it should get interesting. Now, this week's show notes are at mamaminimalist.com forward slash zero four nine, M A M A com forward slash zero four nine. You can head on over there, and there's a link to sign up for the challenge right in this week's show notes if you are rip-roaring, ready to go, and ready to spend $0 on wants this January. Enjoy the interview. Julie, you are back on for a second time. I'm so happy to have you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Well, thank you for coming back, and thank you for moderating our Facebook group, and just thank you for being such a right-hand gal for me. Today we are talking about your self-imposed no-spend November. And the hope is that we will glean wisdom from your no-spend month as we embark on our no-spend challenge group starting January 1st. So I I really just have so many questions about how it went, etc. But I feel like we should start with you and what you've been up to, and then we'll get into all these big questions. So... How are you? What have you been up to? Give us the details.
1: Uh, You know, nothing much has changed in my life. Um, But, you know, I'm still going on the whole trying to be my best zero waste self. And, uh, you know, I'm starting to work finance, obviously, into my journey of sustainability and minimalism. So
0: a no spend challenge for a week sounds intimidating. But you decided to just go for that whole month. Tell me about that decision. Like what made you decide to embark on a no-spend challenge for an entire 30 days?
1: Yeah, so there's quite a few different answers to this that kind of all come together which is what led me to do it. So the start of 2018 was actually when I first heard about no-spend challenges. I follow several YouTubers in the kind of zero waste, low impact living area. And so two of them that come to mind that I saw talking about No Spend Challenges were a channel called Sustainably Vegan, and there was another one called uh, Fairly Local Vegan. And it's funny that they both have vegan in their names, and I'm not a vegan, but they have really great content, obviously, outside of veganism. (laughs) And so that's what first put the idea of a No Spend Challenge, you know, in the back of my brain, but it was never more than like, oh, that's something other people do. So going into the year of 2018, I came back from living abroad in Shanghai, China uh, on December 30th. So basically just started out 2018, brand new year, brand new country, I'm back home. (laughs) Let's get my life together. (laughs) And so I really wanted to like buckle down, get serious about my finances. I'm 26 now, I was 25 at the start of the year. And I was like, okay, I'm out of college, this is the time to just like, you know, really become an adult. (laughs) And so I set a savings goal for myself for the year. And I was really chugging along. I was doing great. I was like right on track. I was actually even like further ahead of where I should have been. And then in July, I was no longer employed. And so I was like, okay, well, this is fine. You're like, I have money saved up because like I had the savings goal. This is fine. Then, as the months went by, I was like, ooh, yikes. Like, I'm just scrapping together income here and there, mostly just babysitting and doing stuff like that. You know, I really need to get back on track if I want to hit the savings goal or just like not completely deplete the savings that I managed to scrap together the whole first seven months of this year. So that's when November started. And I was like, okay. I just need to not spend any more money, that's the way to conserve my savings if I don't have an income. You know, it was just the only thing that made mathematical sense. And the other thing that was a part of it was I kept realizing like there was never a period longer than 48 hours that I hadn't somehow spent money somewhere. And that just seemed crazy to me that like 3 or 4 days couldn't go by without me spending any money on anything. And I was like, what am I even buying? (laughs) So all of those factors (laughs) came together to make me think,
0: okay, for a month,
1: I'm just not going to spend any money.
0: (laughs) So you started in November, you decided no spend challenge. What rules did you put in place for yourself?
1: Right. So obviously, I did not go a whole month without spending any money whatsoever so i still obviously paid my rent i paid for my health insurance every month in my budget i take what like the normal chunk for my car insurance would be and divide that by six and set that money aside so in march when my car insurance is due it's not like oh hundreds of dollars and it just catches me off so you know i set that money aside that i do every month um You know, gas for my car, I still had because I just live in an area where that is the only way for me to get around. Um, Then things that I planned for but just didn't even end up happening obviously, my car, if that needed any kind of repairs or an oil change or whatever, like I was going to spend the money for that because that's my only transportation. (laughs) Um, If I had to go to the doctor or, you know, anything like that, obviously I would spend the money on that. Um, and I did end up having to, you know, pay for, you know, a few prescriptions and all all of that. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I say, the one, there were a few things that I did allow myself that maybe if I was like my super strictest self, I wouldn't. Uh, so every Tuesday, a group of friends and I, including my dad, we all go to trivia at a bar and, you know, we eat there and all that. And I spend $11 every week there. So I thought, you know, I'm going to let myself have that one night out with friends and my dad and continue to have fun. And like, that's not a huge amount of money that I'm spending on that. And you're like, the price of that was worth the amount of fun that I have doing that versus just not doing it.
0: Totally. It's like a diet, a cheat day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So Tuesdays are like
0: my one wild
1: night out with my dad. (laughs) I like it. I also told myself, and again, this actually didn't end up happening, but you know, if I ran out of shampoo, toothpaste, face wash, anything like that, you know, obviously I would pay to replace that. Um, then the one thing that I was really trying to avoid specifically with November for a no spend challenge was Black Friday. <laughs> and this year I had two gifts to get and that was it. And both of the gifts, I already knew what I wanted. I knew the people I was getting them for wanted those things. And I like, had already budgeted, like this is what I will spend for them in December. But then the book that I was going to get for my friend, that's normally $25, and I was prepared to spend $25 for it, on Black Friday, it was $10. So I was like, it would really be stupid of me to just wait a week and spend 15 more dollars on this when it's $10 today. Agreed. So I was like, I really don't feel like I'm like giving in to the temptation of Black Friday. It's like it was this thing I was gonna buy anyway, a week from today, but today it's just less than half the cost. So I'm gonna buy it today.
0: So what I hear you saying is that you really basically you spent money on needs, not wants, with a few exceptions. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. So my next question is 30 days. Was that too long of a time? Was it just right? So a month made the most
1: sense for me starting out because, like I referenced earlier, I do a monthly budget. So just kicking off November, it made the most sense. Like, okay, we're just going to do this all of November. This is the budget. This is what we're going to do. And it also really lit a fire under my butt, finally, to like, we need to get a job today. (laughs) Like. This needs to happen. We're not going into December, still unemployed. <laughs> and as of a week ago, I have a job now.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. So, things are looking up. <laughs> All right. So that brings me to my, my next question, which because you budget, you probably know a specific number. How much money did you save in November?
1: Oh, you know, that I actually had it looked, but uh I don't know exactly how much I saved, but I do know that for all of my expenses that I had, um, your rent and insurances and gas and all that, normally would be about $1,200 for me every month, if that's not weird to throw out an actual number. I broke even on that. So all month I was like scrapping together income. In different places, like I said, mostly like odd babysitting jobs, but a few other things. And, you know, this past week I did get a job, but with all of that and then cutting out everything else that was, you know, like a luxury, not a necessity, I was just able to break even versus being like $1,200 in the hole this Mm -hmm. month.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One thing for me and my family I've noticed is that if we want to leave the house, we must also generally spend money. What suggestions do you have for people who want to still be entertained, but don't know how they could possibly do so without spending money?
1: So I spent more time, again, you know, looking at what I already had. My family and I earlier in October had just decluttered a bunch of our old board games, which was way overdue because my brother and I are both adults now and we have no young children here anymore. <laughs> and so there were so many old board games that I rediscovered. My dad and I played Trivial Pursuit, you know, a whole bunch. I even found like old video games that I just hadn't played in forever. and was like, Oh yeah. Like I just want to replay this again, which take up so much time. <laughs> You know, just finding all those things that you already had sitting around your house that maybe you haven't paid any mind to in a while—your old DVDs or whatever it is—you know, crack them back open, see what there is. You know, chances are if it's something you haven't touched in a long time, one, either you can get rid of it, <laughs> or two, you'll really rediscover it and it'll feel like something brand new because it's been so long since you even touched it. <laughs> the other, like obvious choice, is the library. You can get books, you can get audiobooks, ebooks, whatever it is, movies, music, all kinds of forms of entertainment there. And what I've really been loving is my county's library now has their audiobook app and ebooks too, where I can just download it on my phone. I can get audiobooks or ebooks right on my phone without even going to the library. So, you know, it's just as good as, you know, Audible or anything like that, but it's free and it's through my library. The other things more were like coincidence for me that I was able to pull these off and maybe not everyone will for these, but I thought it was worth mentioning because maybe some people can kind of get creative with what they can look into and see what they can get for free. So one of the things was I randomly got an email from Amazon, which I barely use. And they said, hey, we want to offer you a free month of Amazon Prime. And so I was like, that sounds great. (laughs) And I was thinking like, well, you know, I'm on a no spend. Why would I even want to get Amazon Prime? Because that whole, you know, incentive of like, oh, the shipping's free and everything would just want to make me buy more. Well, I realized with Amazon Prime, I could get access to Audible and Amazon Prime Video and all of that, with that even without spending money. So I was able to watch some shows on Amazon Prime Video that I wanted to watch, but I didn't have Amazon Prime. So I just had it. I downloaded some really great uh books. I'm really excited to start listening to on Audible, and I was able to do all of that for free. And it turned out even better. Because when I went in at the end of that month long period, which was like halfway through November, to cancel it, they offered me another free month just to like try to incentivize me to really sign up for the full year, which I knew I wasn't going to do. But so I got another month free too. (laughs) So another thing I used was um, Verizon Up Rewards that I just got signed up with over the summer that basically when you spend a certain amount of money just by like paying your cell phone bill or whatever, they give you a credit and then you can redeem that credit for different things that they have in like their little like, quote unquote, store of gifts. So over the past few months of doing that and just paying our cell phone bill, my mom and I have gotten gift cards to different places, like, you know, different stores around here. I got three months free of HBO now. So like I've just been rewatching all of Game of Thrones and stuff on there. I got six months free of Apple music, which was something I would previously been paying for all along, but now I just got it for free for a few months. And like, because I had the HBO and the Apple music and all that, I was able to stop my subscription to, you know, Hulu or Netflix or whatever it was. Cause I just had those coming in for free. So I was still able to stream video. But I just got it for free, kind of through coincidence.
0: What would you say to people who are drowning in gift cards from the holidays? So yeah, I think
1: January is a really interesting time to do a no spend. Obviously, everyone's turning over a new leaf in January and all that. And so you can really look at, you know, if you got a whole bunch of gift cards thrown at you over the course of the holidays, it's a great time to put those to use because the way I see it, you're spending someone else's money, so it's free to you and therefore a no spend. You know, put your gift cards to use and you know, really just challenge yourself maybe to see like, how much can I do for free this month? Hmm.
0: And I would love to add something that I'm planning to do this month, which is I'm planning to go through my deep freezer and my fridge and my pantry and see What's in there that I've forgotten about uh, and what what's in there that I can like make a meal out of with, without spending any extra money on food? And of course, you know, food is one of those things I'm not planning to skimp on, but it's a great time to clean out the freezer and use what you already have so you're not spending unnecessarily. Is there anything else you learned through your month? Yeah.
1: So I learned a whole lot in like in a whole bunch of different categories and the first one was I learned that I'm way more creative than I give myself credit for I think um not to toot my own horn or anything but um I meal plan every week with my mom usually on Sundays and you know the week before my friend was coming into town I was like okay you know I want to plan what we're going to eat while my friend is in town, so that she and I aren't tempted of like, oh, like, let's go out and get lunch, because like, you're in town, and we want to hang out. So what is also unique about my situation, I live at home, and my parents pay for the groceries. So basically, I could get away this whole month without spending any money on food, as long as I ate every single meal at home. So I was trying to organize the whole weekend so that we could just eat at home, and then both of us were just eating on my parents' dollar out of the kindness of their hearts. <laughs> I, you know, had to plan out like okay, well if we have this for dinner Thursday, then we can have the leftovers for that packed as lunches for the Saturday when we have the day out and you know all that kind of stuff and like what we'd eat when we were on the road and this and that and it basically all turned into like leftovers from previous dinners and stuff like that. The other thing I learned was like You can draw so much more from like the community around you when you're trying to spend less money and just like rely on the kindness of other people. (laughs) So I was babysitting in Annapolis for my cousin's kids. And the next morning was the 10K, which was also in Annapolis, essentially. And I live about 45 minutes from Annapolis. And so I thought, okay, I would drive all the way back to my house, then all the way back here the next morning. And you know, that's gas money and all that. Or I could just ask my cousin, like, hey, is it fine if I like stay at your house that night, since I'm already there, and I'll have to get up early for this 10k anyway. And it turns out, like, I was so nervous to ask her because I hate imposing on people. But like her husband and her sister whose kids I was also babysitting for, they were both doing the 10k the next day anyway. So, I completely skipped out on gas money and all of that, and even getting an Uber to like the starting line or paying for a parking pass, all of those expenses just by spending the night at my cousin's house where I was going to be anyway. Then, like, one of the other things I ran into so I go all out for Halloween. It is my one very unsustainable and very unminimal time of year because of the sheer number of plastic decorations I have. (laughs) And so it was the start of November. I was reluctant to take down all my decorations, but I was like, no, we have to make way for Christmas. (laughs) We need to get these down. And so I had way more than I thought I did. And somehow they just all didn't fit back into the boxes where they belonged. And so I was like, I'm just going to have to go to the store and just like get more boxes. And I was like, well, no, I'm on a no spend. I really don't want to do that let me see what I can come up with. So I gave it a few days. First of all, I found out I had a lot more boxes than I thought I did down in my basement, where I hadn't even been looking. So that was something where it just like really made me think like, oh, what can I reuse, look at what I have and like really put in the effort. Whereas before my go to would have just been like, oh, I'll just go out and buy more, whatever. Then the other thing I was working um, the polls on election day. And some smart Girl Scouts were out there selling cookies right outside the polls, which I just couldn't believe. I was like, you guys are the smartest kids out there. They had all these empty cardboard boxes from all their cookies, you know, like the big ones that each individual box comes in. And so I said to their troop leader right before I left, I was like, hey, is there any way I can get some of those boxes? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. And we just loaded up into my trunk. And I went home with four or five free boxes.
0: (laughs) Wow. It sounds like this challenge really made you more resourceful. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I definitely think so. Like, Instead of just my go-to of like, oh, I'll just go out and buy what I think I need, it was like, well, let me look at what I already have.
0: (laughs) Huh. Going forward, how will you change your spending habits to reflect what you learned on your November challenge?
1: I think I'm definitely going to be even more conscious of what I'm spending money on, So like those luxury items in my budget now moving forward, you know, like today I was working on my budget for December and now I do have income again. But I started thinking like, do I need to do those things or am I just doing them because that's a way to have fun? And, you know, haven't I discovered way more ways to have fun this past month? And so moving forward into December, like my clothing budget, my restaurant budget, and just general like spending money is zero right now. And I'm hoping to maintain that.
0: There is absolutely an unsung benefit to staying home. And I'm thinking about my January and what on earth I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm thinking ahead. And I'm really considering the benefits of hibernating, so to speak, within the home. And tackling those projects that we haven't gotten to for X, Y, or Z reasons, or popping in a movie, which is something we almost never do, or cooking a great meal, or really, again, making the home the center of life, really. Because for me, the home often can feel like The center of stress. Like it's crazy. Uh, There's stuff everywhere. It's always messy. And I'm in charge of it. I'm the CEO. I'm in charge of managing it. But I'm actually really looking forward to January as a time to fall in love with the home again, if that makes any sense to anybody.
1: Absolutely. And like I found, granted, I had a lot of extra time on my hands because I was unemployed. So this might not be the case for everyone, but like I found just turning like, Cooking dinner, the thing I was going to do anyway, into like the event of my day, you're like really putting the time into like try a new recipe or whatever it may be, you know, was kind of in its own way my form of entertainment, you know, some days. Or even, you know, instead of just taking a quick five minute shower, I really took like a nice bath and like did a face mask and, you know, like made that an event that I could enjoy on its own.
0: For anybody on the fence about joining us in January for an entire 30 days of not spending any money on wants, what would you say to them? So my first big thing
1: for myself, and I can imagine this is going to be helpful for a lot of other people, is to remove the temptation to spend in the first place. And so some of this is stuff I'd already done in the past, just with minimalism and decluttering and all that. But a big one was to unsubscribe from the emails from different businesses that, you know, send you their coupons and their sales and whatever promotion they're having. Because you get in the mindset of like, oh, well, they're having a sale, I have to go buy something because it's a sale. And, you know, if you just remove that temptation, you just won't think about it. And the big thing I use um, to help me unsubscribe from emails is an app called unroll.me. And it's super simple because I know everyone hates the task of unsubscribing from emails. You go in, you put in your email, you sign up, and it's literally set up like Tinder, where you swipe left on email subscriptions you don't want to keep and you swipe right on the ones you do want to keep. And it's that easy. And then like in five minutes, you've decluttered your inbox instantly. And then what goes hand in hand with that is unsubscribing from your junk snail mail which is something I've been oh, working tirelessly on this whole year in trying to minimize my waste. And it is a task, but a lot of it is pretty simple to do. Um, and I think I even brought it up as a topic one day in the Facebook group um, and shared some tips on that in there too. So if anyone's in the Facebook group and wants to go <laughs> through our posts, there's one in there, I think. Another thing, again, that kind of goes with all of that is I deleted a lot of the shopping apps from my phone. Like, I don't know if anyone else is like me, but the minute I would even think about something of like, ooh, like maybe I want that or that would be a cool thing to have, whether it's a purse or a piece of makeup or like literally just anything, I would pull up like Walmart or Target or Sephora or whatever it was. On my phone and like, look at like, Ooh, what price is that? Ooh, you know, can I afford that? Should I get it? And like, because it was like, right there in my hand right now, it was like, Oh, yeah, I should just get it. And I found like, now that I deleted those apps, it's like, I would think about like, Oh, maybe I should go get a pair of shoes. And then it's like, well, I can't shop for shoes right this second on my phone. And so five minutes would go by and we completely forget about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it sounds like you just kind of knew your temptation and you shut it down.
1: Yeah, a lot of people in finance and stuff, they talk about how, um, you know, the difficulty for you to make a purchase is referred to as friction. And the more friction there is, like the harder these companies make it for you to buy something you know, the less likely you are to buy, like if every time you went on Amazon, you had to type in your email and your password all at the same time, it didn't save it for you. You know, you had to put in all your credit card information over and over again, and all of that. But no, they make it so easy. There's so much less friction. And so you're way more likely to buy stuff because it's so much easier. But I found if I increase my own friction by taking these steps, I'm way less likely to buy something.
0: Julie, I just want to thank you so much for not only the idea of this challenge, but also for your wisdom. It's been enlightening, and I look forward to your guidance as I and many others attempt to navigate a no-spend January. So thank you. Thank you. This was really great. I so hope you enjoyed all of Julie's knowledge and experience on her no-spend month, and I really hope you're rip-roaring, ready to go, and ready to join us for no-spend January. Sign up for the challenge group, please, Uh, the more the merrier, at mamaminimalist.com forward slash zero four nine. Grab a friend, grab a family member. Now, on next week's show, it's our 50th episode celebration. We are celebrating a year of the Sustainable Minimalist podcast, as well as celebrating 100,000 downloads. I know. 12 of our favorite guests come back on the show to offer words of wisdom and encouragement to you, the listeners, as we close out 2018 and head into 2019. I will see you then for the celebration episode. Take care.